Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited that you've joined us today. The first episode of season two for Text Talk. Season two. Looking at the Psalms. Psalms. It would be fantastic for fantastic. you to subscribe. 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 To this podcast. <laughs> Give it a rating. Five stars. Sounds pretty good. We've earned it. And <laughs> I like to think so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Psalm 1 from the English Standard Version. I'll just go ahead and read it. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers, the wicked are not so, but are like chafe that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. I love the way this psalm starts. Well, I tell you what, it's it's something that you want to know more about. My ears certainly perk up when I hear about blessed. Blessed is the man. I want to be blessed. Don't you want to be blessed? Blessed. Yeah. Well, I, I get. What does it mean to be blessed? Well, I think it means that you have received a goodness from God. I think a lot of times we think about it probably in terms of happiness and who doesn't want to be happy. And I think there's a, a you know an aspect of that. But perhaps happiness is sometimes a, an emotion tied more to a circumstance in a moment God is promising something deeper here for his people. I do think so. I'm with you on that one. I know, of course, we've just, well, we're wrapping up a study on the Sermon on the Mount. I'm actually right, beginning right. another one with some of our college students at the Livingston Avenue congregation. And it starts with those Beatitudes that all begin blessed. And so many of the commentaries and books that I read say happy. This means happy. In fact, there are some book titles that just refer to the Beatitudes as happy. And um, I think that actually misses the point. I'm I'm not saying happiness wouldn't be included in that. But, uh, yeah, I don't don't think that the word really is supposed to just indicate an emotion that is often based on the fickle happenstances of the happenings that are going on in our lives. That's that's the word family, I think, for happiness. And so I think there's something much deeper here, and you hit on it a minute ago, and I really appreciate you doing that, because to be blessed means to have received favor, to have been given a gift, at least when it's talking about what God does for man. Yeah. So, you know, if if you want to be blessed, who do you listen to, and where do you go for that? One of the things that I appreciate about this psalm is just communicating to us again that the source of all blessing and goodness is God. And that while there are uh, other voices and other paths presented to people promising joy, promising happiness, promising reward, uh, ultimately those are not going to deliver, but God always delivers. Blessed is the man, and which man is blessed? I think that's important to recognize here. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Blessed is the person who avoids 
the the other counsel. There's other counsel out there. There's competing counsel. God has given his counsel, but there's competing counsel. And when, when I go back to that idea of blessed versus happy, one of the things I can't forget almost all, I don't know how many times, Andrew, you, you tell me if this is your experience, how many times I'm talking to somebody who has decided to dismiss something the Bible has said mm-hmm. and their explanation is because they believe God wants me to be happy. Well, now we hear that a lot, don't we? That can't be the case. I'm not going to do that because I know God wants me to be happy. And so here's this counsel that is competing with God's, and the reason they're following it is because they believe it's going to get them happiness. Okay. So the path of sinners uh, may not be overt, right? I mean, it might be uh, sort of disguised. Deceptive. Deceptive. Because it promises it, we, we, great things. Because it promises great things. And if I have happiness or I gain a joy, uh, then, then I'm, that's, that's the end. The end justifies the means. The mm-hmm. end justifies the means. We're going to talk more, I hope, in our next episode. I, I, wanna, I don't want to get too much into this, the, the part about what it means to delight in God's law. But we do see the contrast here of the counsel of the wicked versus delighting in God's law. I can't help but think of Deuteronomy chapter 28. I was there just a minute ago, and now I've closed my Bible. Let me just get back to that. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all the ble- all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God, blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your barns and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. And all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the fruit of your womb and in the fruit of your livestock and in the fruit of your ground within the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you shall only go up and not down if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you today, being careful to do them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I command you today to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. That's really lengthy reading, but that's the promise of blessing to the nation of Israel. Okay. I, I do want to point out that's that's not a promise of blessing to America. Okay. It's actually not even a promise of blessing to the church. Mm-hmm. But I, I read that because it's the background of this psalm. When this psalm talks about avoiding the counsel of the wicked and the yeah. the way of the sinner and the seed of the scoffer, but delight in the law, it's going back. And especially as it's going to say, in all that he does, he prospers. That's that's a direct quote there from Deuteronomy 28. And this is God's promise to Israel. I will care for you. And here's what it's going to look like when you surrender to what I have to say. So we see this in the Old Testament. I would bring it to the New Testament as well. In the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13, 
Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. And here in Psalm 1, the blessed man, the blessed one, is making a choice to walk this path of the word of God, or this path with sinners and scoffers. Um, If we want blessing, it's about who we listen to in the path we walk. We'll probably say this, or I'll probably say it multiple times as we talk about Psalm 1 this week. And the idea here is you cannot choose the end of your path. You can only choose the path. Mm. So I don't I don't get to choose the beginning of my path and then along the way decide, well, I want the path to end up over here. Mm-hmm. I have to recognize that there are two paths. Mm-hmm. One is the path of the wicked and one is the path of those who are blessed by God. And the path of the blessed will lead to God. It will lead to life. It will lead to... I'm going to say for us today the idea of spiritual prosperity and life. I understand with God's promise to Israel as a nation, there was also some some physical prosperity that went along with that as a nation. But uh, I I can't choose the path of the wicked and stand in the way of the sinners and sit in the seat of the scoffers, but then decide to choose the, the goal of godliness and righteousness and blessing from God. If I choose the way of the wicked, I'm going to get the end of the wicked. I know we'll talk more about that and probably again, comment on it every day this week, because that's what this Psalm is all about. One of the things Mm -hmm. uh, that I also want to bring up is I don't I've often read people try to explain the order of the Psalms. Okay. And lots of people have lots of ideas, but honestly, just about every time I've read one, I get into it a couple of pages and it becomes so confusing and so convoluted, I just close it up. I I, I think the best thing I've ever heard about that, um, and now I'm trying to remember who the author was, but the point was made that the Psalms, are, the, the order of the Psalms is the order of life. You know, in life, sometimes things are good, sometimes they're bad. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's good in the morning and sometimes it's bad in the evening and vice versa. And so with with the Psalms, we've got this going back between praises and laments and Mm -hmm. teaching Psalms and worship Psalms and Psalms about the nation, Psalms about the king. And it just goes back and forth. And it's, it's hard to really piece together an order. And people smarter than me have tried, and maybe some of them have got it right. I don't know. But I think that idea of the life, it it mirrors life, is probably the best perspective. I don't know why Psalm 3 is Psalm 3, and I don't know why Psalm 10 is Psalm 10. I think I do know why Psalm 1 is Psalm 1, though. Uh I think this psalm is the entrance to the psalms, and honestly, I think it's kind of the entrance to the whole Bible. Yeah. And the entrance is there's two ways. Mm -hmm. There's two ways. You can choose it. There's a way of cursing and there's a way of blessing. Mm -hmm. And the way of cursing follows the wicked, the sinful, and the scorners. And you can listen to them and they promise big, but they deliver death. Mm -hmm. But there's the way of God and God's way works. God's way works, and it is the path to blessing. We want to encourage you to be walking on God's way. Send us an email about what you're reading in the Word. Send us an email to texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, so much for the day you've given us. Father, we thank you because your desire is goodness, righteousness, joy, blessing, And we find the promise of it in your word and in your way and in your path. And we pray that for today, you would help us to make a right choice, 
to be in the path that pursues your blessing and your truth, to forsake the way of the wicked, the sinner, the scornful. And Father, may we be a voice of light and truth and blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. There's a little something for you. So, uh, I don't know, what are we talking about? Let's talk about the book of Psalms. We've, we've just been saying that for three weeks now, and here we get to the day, and it's like, what is today? What is it that we're doing? So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs>